everyone, my name is Ken Torres. I am the host of Enter the Dark. This is a new show that is coming to the Paranormal King Radio Network on the second and fourth Tuesdays of the month. Join me as I interview the best in the paranormal, and we're going to talk about many different things. Also, along combined with my 15 plus years of experience, it's going to be nice to compare notes. So please, tune in. Paranormal King Radio Network. Well, hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to Enter the Dark. I am your host, Kenneth Torres, and with me is my wonderful sidekick and my co-host, Dalton Harold. Hey, Dalton, how you been, bro? I'm back, man. I'm back. Oh, I can't. I love those words. You are back, finally. Yeah, I, I, I was I was beginning to wonder a little bit. I go, oh, I'm kind of getting nervous and stuff. You know, I was, I was going to have to take you off the payroll or something or, and reduce your pay or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, man. You must have thought I was ghosting you, man. So yeah, ghosting me. You know, I said, yeah, ghosting me. Ah, with that. So I'm so happy to have you back. Um, it's great to have uh, my co-host, my my. My really good friend, I mean, uh, Dalton is amazing. Also, everyone, I want to present to you another good friend, another person that is part of the Warren Legacy Foundation, uh, a, per a person who has these wonderful gifts, these abilities, and I've learned a lot from her, and honestly, uh, I consider her my big sister. Everyone, please give a round of applause for Tiffany Gutierrez. <sighs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, Tiffany, how are, you, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. I mean, yeah, I mean, given all the circumstances, I think uh, I think I'm doing good, right? I've, I've got my coffee with me and uh, I've got my electronic cigar. I just had some dinner. So I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Yeah. And you're on the West Coast. So you've got one up on me. <laughs> West Coast is the best coast. I mean, mm -hmm. where else can you go? Where else can you go surfing in February? <laughs> Not in Alabama. <laughs> oh, man. Don't be ragging on my state now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. You know, Tiffany, I, I wanted to bring you on the show. For, I've been wanting to bring you on the show for a while because um, with all seriousness, you, you have these wonderful abilities. You have these wonderful gifts. I, I've gotten to know you personally. Uh, and honestly, I am just in awe with how you handle yourself when it comes to the paranormal, but but mostly when it comes to like your psychic abilities. And so what I, what I want to do is just, get to know you a little bit i want the audience to know you a little bit so what okay. is your background what the first question i would say is what is your background when it comes to the paranormal um what is my background um i was born with all of my gifts all of my lovely abilities um so i have been seeing and talking to dead people since i can remember Oh man, you just got one of my questions right. Oh, you stole my question from me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry <laughs> about all, that. It's all right. It's all right. So, I mean, how did you know you had these gifts? And 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 I and I would say, what well, you know, at what age did you receive these gifts? 
Um, I can actually remember like my first memory of any of my gifts was somewhere between six and eight. And I mm-hmm. was playing with my great grandmother. We were playing tea time um, in my grandparents' house in Silver Spring, Maryland. And uh, my grandmother came out and was very upset with me because I was talking to her mom who was not there. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So that was uh, the beginning of something's going on with Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, so at that young age, you're 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 talking to to your I guess I would assume your your grandmother, your great grandmother, my, my great grandmother. Yeah. What what was that experience like? I mean, and did you did you question yourself or or was it something that just like you and I, I I'm looking right at you. Was it that type of experience? Yes, yes. It was it was like she was right there, just sitting right there, live in living color. You know, just right there. It was it it didn't seem any different to me as a child. Like. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew she was no longer with us, I had some vague recollection of that. There was just, it was nothing different for me until my grandmother came out and reacted. That's when I was like, okay, something's not right. <laughs> wow. And so you have these gifts and and, and you see a grandmother. And um, now was that like a natural occurrence? Was it something that you saw your great grandmother all the time? Did that progress into, I guess, seeing more dead people? Yes. Yeah. Um, that progressed, um, for a while after that incident, I, uh, didn't tell a lot of people, obviously, because my grandmother got very upset. So as a young child, I was like, that scared me. So I didn't want to upset all the adults around me. So I kind of kept it to myself, but yeah, the more that I, the more that I accepted it as a child, the more open they became and the more they started approaching me in all different ways. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's that's cool. I mean, cuz right now, you know, we we live in a world where, you know, obviously science and science and and psychology is is is, is pretty big, especially in the paranormal field. You know, our job is to always try to get to the underlying issues. And so I, I guess right. my I yeah, and I, so I guess my question is was there ever a doubt whether hey, am I really seeing this or is this an imaginary friend or you know, even your parents question that, like, hey, you know, is it just imaginary friend? Is it a psychoactive imagination? How, you know, how, how was that? I mean, how were you able to distinguish the difference? I, I questioned my sanity for a very long time as a young adult. Um, <laughs> and I happened to be thrown into, as a teen, you know, going through normal teen stuff and just your angst and all that. And you start getting help. Um I did discover when I was younger that I had some diagnosed, you know, mental issues that I got help for. You go to therapy and you do all that stuff. And then that's how you or how I, on my journey, you know, deciphered between the two, like what is real, what's actually happening and, you know, what is maybe part of this mental issue that's going on. And that's how I just based all my studying. Yeah, uh, you know that's 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 actually really good. I, I'm glad that you even mentioned that because, you know, going to therapy is there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. And 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 the biggest thing is, and we see this in the field, right? Um, 
the 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 consensus is that just because you have a psychological issue or you're seeking treatment, it doesn't negate the fact of you know the paranormal. And and I exactly. do think and I think that ties in. Um, I, I do think uh, for myself, um, you know, I I grew up. Uh, kind of in a broken home and you know I always grew up in church and mm-hmm. ministry and there yeah. was always this feeling about me that was different and I used to see different entities growing up I I suffered a lot of demonic attacks at home uh, a lot of spiritual battles um and there was a point in time where I even you know even had to go to therapy for it uh but mm-hmm. then one day I remember that I did a study uh they kept me overnight and the psychologist was there and I had these dreams and I said that there was something attacking me. They didn't believe me. But sure enough, when they looked at me, I had scratch marks all over my body and they were not mine. So there was no way I could have possibly done that. So I just I just want to get that out there. So, I mean, mental illness doesn't or I'm not even saying it's mental illness. Just if you're seeking therapy, if you're seeking treatment, um, hey, just know that you're probably gifted as well. And and mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say just you know, just be cautious and cognizant. Um, I think, you know, for all intents and purposes, I know Dalton, you know, uh, he had some questions and I'm going to turn this over to Dalton. Um, one, one of the questions that I have, um, and I've seen this quite a lot, um, mainly women are psychics. There's not a lot of men that are gifted with psychic abilities. Um, could, could you shed some light on that? What are your thoughts on that? I don't think that's necessarily true. I feel that men are just a little bit more closed off to it. Um, this is just my personal opinion. Um, because to me, with my gifts and abilities, it's my connection with creator that strengthens it. So I think that a lot of people, males, just kind of have to find that trust in their connection to strengthen their gifts and abilities. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, what, what, what would you say the difference is between a psychic and a medium? To me, a psychic is someone who, um, someone who can see more of what's coming. Uh, a medium to me is someone who kind of encompasses everything um has more of the clairs you know with the seeing and the feeling um the telepathy all that i feel like mediums are more in tune with with a lot more of their gifts per se yeah okay uh so do you do uh, meditations um you meditate daily yes i do okay what what type of uh meditation um, techniques to use? Um, when I initially started, uh, I couldn't focus. I couldn't quiet my mind. So I did a uh, meditation and movement, um, with music. Um, now I can though, however, just, you know, sit and meditate wherever, just quiet my mind with some breath work, um, or just simply praying. Sometimes I'll say I'm going to meditate, but in essence, I'm really just praying. Yeah. So, so would you say that prayer could help you strengthen your abilities? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, so other than meditation and prayer, are there any other, uh, techniques that you could use, you know, whether you've tried them or not, or maybe you've heard of them, 
Are there any other techniques that you've heard about um, that could also help strengthen your abilities? Um, there are so many things you can do. Um, just meditation, journaling. Um, I teach shadow work, and that's basically just like therapy. Um, prayer is, to me, the biggest thing, just the connection. Yeah. But also, I think that everybody's path is different. So everybody's gifts are going to come into fruition in their own way and how they're meant to go on this journey. So that also plays a key part. Yeah. I also have uh, another question for you as well. Um, I, I like to ask psychics this whenever I speak to them. Um, do you feel that there are only a select amount of people that are born with these abilities, or do you believe that everyone is born with a psychic ability but just hasn't yet opened their third eye, as you will, or unlocked Pandora's box, so to speak? Um, right. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts, my opinion is I feel like everybody is. I don't, I don't think, you know, God, creator, whatever you call him. I don't think he'd be like, okay, let's let's let these 500 women be born with all these wonderful gifts and these 500 men just not, you know, that just, to me, it makes no sense. I think that everybody has them. It's just a matter of going within. Yeah. So, so I am a empath and a healer. Um, mm -hmm. Why do you think it would be that, you know, I have, you know, uh, I guess you could say unlock these abilities or discover these abilities, but didn't discover anything else. What in my life happened um, to basically cause me to find those abilities and not something else? But not the others. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not an expert. I, like I said, everybody's journey is different. I think that you know, whatever your soul predestined you to do in this journey, and that that's what you're going to have. And I also feel it's circumstances in life and where you are on your inner journey and your inner struggles. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to turn it back over to uh, Ken. I'm going to have some more questions for you here in a little bit. So I'll turn it back over okay. to Ken. <sighs> you know... That, that that's a beautiful thing, and and I and I do want to go back to to what you said earlier. Um, and that was a really good question, Dalton. And and you've got me thinking as well. Um, I, I guess maybe I have seen that it's been more females that have these psychic abilities, but at the same time, I think it is highly possible for for men to have it. You know, men, right? Mm -hmm. We're men. We're we're strong. We're we're manly, right? You know, we're 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 used to protecting. And I I think maybe for for a male such as myself or Dalton or anybody else, I, I think we'd have to maybe give ourselves a certain level of vulnerability, be vulnerable in a certain way to understand and accept these gifts. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and, and that's and that's really, really I think it's really hard and, and, and tough to do. For for me, I I've been told in the past that, you know, like Dalton, I am an empath. Um there are times when I can go to a place and I feel things and I feel so overwhelmed and I feel negative energy. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and it's overwhelming. So when I get home, I'm like, oh, man, you know what? Outside was just it was crappy. It was crummy. There's so much negative energy out there. And then at the same time, I I don't know for me if it if it's so much of an empath. But for me, 
you know, I am clergy and, and I do work a lot with, you know, uh, with people who are afflicted, you know, as, as an exorcist and, and spiritual deliverance. And, and for me, I, I consider that more a gift of, of discernment. Now, I, now, would you consider the gift of discernment? I mean, are those similarity? Are those similar or are those two different things? I think I think they are similar because the path that you're choosing to take in this journey is different from mine. Like you're helping to heal in a totally different way. So I think it's along the same lines because you've still got that calling and you still know, you know, when you feel that negative energy or that attachment or something, you know, it's there. So you still have that but you're just using it in a different sense. So you might not, you might not say, Oh, I'm, I'm a medium because, you know, I feel this attachment or something like that, but you know, it's there and you have your faith in creator. So that backs you up. So technically you're still using the same gifts just in a different way. Yeah, no, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I, I this question, and, and, and I always constantly have it in my mind, and it's one of these questions that I, I guess I very seldom ask, but when it goes back to, I guess, feeling attachments or demonic entities or, or, uh, or, or people with, with abilities, you know, there's a scientific factor, a psychological factor that kicks in from other people who are like psychologists. And mm-hmm. so... I've noticed that there's a lot of consensus to you that, oh, you know what, you've got nothing going on, man. It's just your brain. It's just your mind. You're suffering from mental illness. You're sucking, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're suffering psychologically and then it's causing you to hallucinate and, and see these things. Um, and so I, I think maybe that might be wrong, but you know, that's just my opinion. I, I, I do value science. I do value, you know, psychiatry. I do value mental health, but I think for me too, and, and and I just want to get your opinion on this, is has modern medicine really put a cap or has it really or has it really taken away from people who have these gifts when it comes to like psychology and mental health? I personally think that modern medicine has, yeah. I think that it's pulled away from a lot of it, but it's just based purely on capitalism. Um, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we're not, we're not medical professionals because yeah. here's, here, here's the dilemma because that I, I have think, too. I think that, I think that most people that are extremely highly gifted are the ones that are also the ones with a lot of mental issues, but that's because they're not, they don't know how to navigate their gifts. Yeah. So they're thinking inside, something's wrong with me, something's wrong with me. Then you have these medical professors and psychiatrists, oh, something's wrong with them, something's wrong with them. But in essence, you know, there might be a slight problem, but it's just um, exasperated by their gifts, which no. I have a lot of experience with that. So I know. Um, but yeah, I it, think that a I, lot of... People. No, I, I I I agree. You know, I, I honestly, I, I think that as human beings, we we definitely are gifted. Uh, we're all gifted in different ways, and not necessarily within the psychic ability. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there's 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 like the gift of loving and and, and compassion and, and servitude, which yep. are beautiful gifts themselves. Um, 
But here, here is one thing that that I've noticed, and it drives me nuts. Uh, and I do want to go to uh, another question that I have uh, mentally that I've, I've been wanting to ask you. Um, so, and and it and it drives me nuts. Everyone, everyone now is a psychic, or a medium, <laughs> or a clairvoyant, and everyone is seeing Lorraine Warren. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Lorraine. You know, I, I believe she's around, and I believe she's helping people. But I mean, geez, I mean, I, 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 I've, I've literally been able to line up five different psychics or mediums, uh, different from around the world, and no discredit to them. I, I believe their abilities, but everyone has seen Lorraine, 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 or everyone just has this ability, and now. I'm like, oh, you know, it's a, you know, you put five psychics in a room. How many of them does it take to change a light bulb? You know, that type of scenario. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> I think right now, um, right now, it's very popular. You know, everybody's out there on TikTok with crystal shows, throwing tarot cards and stuff like that. So I think right now, it's like it's it's the cool thing to do, and you know, that's a great. Um, it did give me a little bit of confidence myself to come out a little bit more in the public and do reads because that's something that as of, you know, three years ago, I was not doing, but I think now it's more accepted and that's why there's more people coming out. But then also, you know, it's cool to be spiritual right now. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, and, and, and I would say that's, 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 a fairly good thing i mean everyone is you know and like i said no judgment here no medical expert no. No, nothing like that you know it, no no it, judgment it, at it, all it, it, it's kind of you know it's 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 enlightening in the sense that you have many people with these abilities coming out but i guess my question is how do you know who's fake and how do you know who's real and and <laughs> and that actually leads to one of the questions in in, in the chat like what is your strongest psychic ability and and how do you determine fact or fiction my strongest my strongest gift is clear audience because whatever they tell me i spit out i will tell the person i'll be like this is what i'm hearing i'm sorry if it hurts your feelings but you know you got to do this that or a third you know i just i tell them what i'm told and the more i do that the stronger my gifts get, you know, if I don't sugarcoat, like a lot of people do, like a lot of people feel bad. They don't want to say the bad stuff. I just, whatever I'm told, I spit out and I just hope it resonates with the person. That's all I can mm. really do. Uh, you know, before I turn this over to, to Dalton, um, I, I did want to point out something and, um, you know, especially being with the part of the Warren Legacy Foundation and I guess any any professional research organization that deals with the paranormal. Right. There's there's an ethics behind what yeah. you do. Right. I mean, so what is your rule of ethics, your code of ethics? And and I guess one question is if spirit comes to you and says this person is dying of cancer. Oh, wow. How do you <laughs> how do you handle that? I mean, what's what's the ethics? What's the ethics behind that? I mean, <laughs> Well, um, you could ask Chris about that. I was actually messaging him a couple years ago in the middle of the ICU with my daughter, sick, dying in the ICU. And that's when all my gifts exploded open at once. So I had nurses and doctors talking to me and about 50 other people that they couldn't see behind them asking me to give messages to everybody. And I was like, 
oh my gosh. <laughs> Sensory overload. Uh, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, and what do you do I with that? Literally, where was Chris then? I think he was in Brazil. Was he in Brazil then? He was uh, he was a lifesaver then because uh, he was talking to me all night long. I was like, what do I do? They won't stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like in that instance, I'm not just going to walk up to, you know, a random stranger and and give a message like that. Um, I mean, unless I am absolutely divinely guided to and I have been um, I have been walking down the street and gotten a message like that and had to tell somebody something and I did it. And the only thing I can say is that I feel like that's why my clear audience is the strongest because whatever kind of messages I get channeled or whatever, I put them out there. You know what? And, and, and I can attest to this, everyone. Uh, <laughs> last week I, I, I was in the fields. Uh, you know, I, Obviously, being a, a veteran, and I had a good buddy of mine, Lance Corporal McNulty, who was who was killed, uh, KIA, and I was thinking about him. And then all of a sudden, Tiffany sends me a text, <laughs> "Hey, I got a I got a message from you," and the message was like, "Hey, I'm okay. You can let go. This and that." And I go, "Whoa, hey, all right now, you know what the <laughs> frig is going on here?" And 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 it was amazing. It it was amazing. So I, I can attest to this it, it, coincidence i don't know maybe but i i really don't think it, it's a coincidence that you messaged me about 20 minutes into me getting into my fields and thinking about my time and service and thinking about my buddies and, and special lance corporal mcnulty and so i'm gonna leave it at that and so what i want to do is i'm going to turn this back over to dalton i know there's some questions here and uh you know we've got about 30 minutes left and this is going to be a pretty interesting show because i want to bounce some ideas off of you uh you know maybe uh chop it up and maybe start talking a little trash about other things as well too so i'm gonna Ooh, leave this to Dalton. yeah yeah I, i'm gonna leave this to dalton dalton this is okay. back at you brother Thanks, brother. Uh, so I actually have three questions at the moment. Um, one of them is a little bit strange, but just bear with me. I'm going to save that one for last. Um, but <laughs> as a gifted individual, what mm -hmm. is the scariest or and or the strangest experience you've ever had? Um, let's see. Honestly, I've I've talked to Kenneth about this at great length, um, and I am not bragging, boasting, or anything. Um, I honestly have not been scared um, because I just kind of go within and start praying if I get a little nervous, and that eases my mind right away. But strangest things I've had, um, I was in Gettysburg with my two good friends and um we were going to leave and i had a spirit animal run at the car i was the only one that saw it and uh i literally thought this thing was going to crash into the car <laughs> and then also i had a um spirit turkey hawk make me uh almost have my friend wreck his car because i thought it was going to fly into his car but it wasn't oh, wow. there. <laughs> and that was just uh, recently. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, oh, a turkey, a turkey, like a turkey, a turkey hawk. Yes. I was, I was in somewhere in 
Placerville with Sam and all of a sudden this, we saw a, a turkey hawk on the side of the road and I swear to God, next thing you know, it was flying him through the windshield and I screamed and ducked down and he's like, what is your problem? <laughs> well, you know, you know, I, I know Dalton has, has the questions right now, but did you at least have turkey for dinner after that? <laughs> <laughs> no, we had Italian. <laughs> better. 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 <laughs> oh, my oh, so, so what are your thoughts on TV psychics? For me, there's one in particular that I just can't stand. I'm not going to say her name or if you, you saw your house on because I don't want to get sued. Just sell your house. Just sell your house, man. Yeah. 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 Um, She's just so over the top sometimes. And and it is a duo. It is a duo. uh, Male and female duo. Um, She just says some over the top stuff sometimes. Um, And, and, you know, to me, that's just like, it's too over the top to be believable. Um, and just the way that she words it, just it, it, it seems extremely scripted. Um, and honestly, I, whenever I see this person on the TV, I kind of feel embarrassed for her um, <laughs> because of some of the things that she says. You know, I'm just like, why would you say that? What illicit drug are you on? Oh, I'm seeing vines and, and they've got fingers and, and they're crawling up your house. Who, who says that shit? Who says that? Um, okay. <laughs> so in my experience, <laughs> in my experience, Dalton, my um, <laughs> So years and years and years ago, you can ask all my kids, we used to have rituals, we would watch all those shows and stuff. I haven't been able to watch those shows in a very long time. um, Because I can't, I, I I can't, I I end up yelling at the TV, or I just can't, there's a couple like, um, I can watch Kindred Spirits. That's yeah. a really good show. I like the way they investigate. I can watch them. I absolutely adore Chip Coffee. He's one of my idols. Oh, Tim and Lorraine. Yeah. You got to talk about Chip Coffee me. later on. You got to talk about Chip Coffee if you have an experience with that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they helped me in my gifts and stuff. I can, I, I can't. <sighs> yeah, I, I can't watch the TV psychics, though. I, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I end up yelling yeah. at the TV. It just gets ugly. Yeah. Turn into a big schnitzel. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> as as a paranormal investigator, you know, I've been doing this for uh, goodness, how long? It'll be seven or eight years. Uh, the twenty third of this month. So you know, hey. my my paranormal <laughs> career anniversary is is creeping up on me. Um, oh yeah. But, you know, I, for for a long time, I actually couldn't enjoy those tv shows anymore because you know i I would correct them on everything that they did you know um you know for for instance ghost adventures i'm not going to say anything bad about them because you know i don't want to get sued but um oh lord turn the rim pot off kenneth (laughs) Uh, um it me we have some paranormal activity in here now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, take pictures. 
watch those shows, you know, w- without just yelling at them. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I kind of have to separate, you know, my career as a paranormal investigator with entertainment. You know, I have to separate those two and, and understand that, okay, you know, I'm not watching this to, you know, judge them <laughs> or correct them. For God's sakes, they can't hear me. Bullshit. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, you, you know. Well, there's but, like. Like my favorite show, like when I finally find one I can watch, they take it off TV. Like I love the Holzer Files. Love Dave Schrader. Love him. Oh, Why that's did they cancel oh, that TV. show. Okay. He's it off TV. I have no idea. It's probably on Discovery Plus now. Yeah, the Holzer, yeah, it is. It is. And you know what? They didn't uh, renew it. And I was like, what? That's a great show. You know, right? that's a that's exactly along the lines of what we do in the foundation. You know, I, I I would love for us as a whole team found, even in general, right? Just go to a room and be like, here is the Warren files. And we have cabinets full of all this wonderful evidence. I love that show. I think it's a great show. I mean, Holzer yeah. too also did, uh, did in, in a sense before the Warrens, um, you know, uh, do the whole paranormal thing, but I, I got a different story from Chris uh, from when his parents tried to meet the Holzer. I, I guess he wasn't a friendly guy, but whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, he's investigating all that funky stuff before anybody else. I wouldn't be very friendly either. People were probably judging him left and right, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you know. Going back to the shows, I, oh my gosh. You know, the one, the only, the one reason why I, I like this particular show is because you know the the other investigator he's a retired marine cop from new york so i get it but oh oh my gosh every time i see this show i'm like gosh dang it bobby i gotta sell my freaking house now you know what i mean (laughs) every time it's the same damn answer it's like oh my gosh i'm being investigated and then all of a sudden hey what's going on guess what oh yeah you have a demon in your house and i think it's wise that you put your house on for auction for three hundred seventy five thousand dollars. but give us that percentage you know if you you pay us on the side this demon will go away come on man jeez It's it's either sell your house or you need a a priest, a Buddhist, uh, uh, let's see, uh, a shaman, and your mailman to kind of get rid of density. Yeah, and you got and you got to go like a stupid tiki rain dance outside for like twenty minutes, uh, and you got to give you got to give Papa Legba a thousand dollars in the crossroads. And then you got to call me back to make sure that everything is good because you might have to do some more rituals. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, I, I mean, you know, I mean in, in my opinion, if you're dealing with, with one entity or one type of entity and, and you're not dealing with, you know, multiple entities that are all different types, um, you know, why would you need all those things? If, if you've got, you know, three demonic entities in your house, why the hell do you need a shaman? You need a priest, right. you know. Well, you, you, uh, you know, and, and it, it just doesn't depending make sense. depending on the person's religious. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, background. It, it, that makes sense, but most of these people that you know, and th- this is going back to that TV show that I absolutely hate. Most of these people are, are, are Christian. What's the name of the show? Catholic. What's the name of the show again? Uh, I they the need the Native show. American shaman if they're dealing with a demon. You know, it's Who it's come out that they have demons. <laughs> 
you know, it, it just it makes sense to me. And and then why bring in other people from other different religions to deal with these demons if they're all Catholic demons? You know, right. uh, there, there are demons in in all religions, but you know, if you're dealing with you know the the Catholic or Christian demons, why are you bringing in a Hindu or a Buddhist? Makes no well, sense. I can- I can tell you that in my instance of helping someone with a problem like that, I had a Catholic woman living on a ranch in Montana that was run over with Indian spirits and they were not happy. Um, Mm. So I was specifically told what she needed. They had to go out and bless the land and that kind of stuff. And yes, she was Catholic and yes, she protected her house, but that wasn't the spirit energy that was there. Yeah, and and yeah. see that that itself is 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 I think is a different it's, it's different in itself, right? Because I mean, you could be a faith, and 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 don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, the shamans and all that stuff. I, I've met people that have beautiful, you know, religious backgrounds, and 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 yeah. Although I'm of the Christian faith, but I, I believe that people who dedicate themselves to this work, it's a it's a beautiful thing. But sometimes these things just don't make sense. It's like mm-hmm. you cannot you cannot bring in a, a Jewish rabbi to to get rid of uh, of of a jinn, you know. Uh, right. uh, you can't bring a freaking Catholic priest to get rid of a Buddhist demon. I mean, that's just not how it works, popular to contrary belief, but it just seems like maybe that's the people they know. You know, maybe that's just their resource. Maybe that's their network, but Sadly, a lot of them are just, uh, they're just out there for, you know, ratings anymore. That's that's why I stopped watching a lot of them, because it's like, you know, when... When they first start coming out, it's like neat to watch because they're showing you the whole kit and caboodle and the background stuff and they're showing you the evidence so you can even debunk stuff yourself. But then they get a little popular and and then it's all about ratings. So, yeah. So, you know, speaking of sorry, brother, I was going to say speaking of psychics, right, there's this one show that I'm watching on um on Discovery Plus is called uh, Haunted Ghost Town Terror. It's where a family, they bought a old Western saloon in Montana. And the investigators there are great sapphire and the other person is great. But there is this one psychic medium. And I, I don't think we're, I think we're friends on Facebook. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, so damn dramatic. I mean, there was a point in time where, you know, they were trying to investigate and, and she's like, I'm freaking getting damn pissed off. These gosh dang spirits, blah, 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 blah. Little attitude stank face. I go, yo, what is up with that professionalism? And, 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 and this is why I have a problem uh, believing many psychics. Um, for me, Lorraine was a wonderful psychic. Um, also, I think Chip Coffee uh, is, is is a great psychic. Uh, uh, um, April, uh, April, April, April. The uh, the psychic, uh, the psychic wife from New Jersey. Uh, she is a wonderful psychic as well. I mean, and not only that, we are partners for Flamary Productions. So I, I think you know people out there have these great abilities, and but I I never see people just go off like that. Oh, oh, oh. It's annoying. It's it's frustrating. And to me, that diminishes the whole investigation because now you're employing a psychic that has uh, has no tact, has no bearing, and they're on there cussing and screaming and getting upset at the entity. And it's just like you're just putting the family more in danger when you leave because you're cussing it out. Yeah. 
basically. Yeah. Um, to me, that just screams inexperience. Yeah. Um, even like I've been struggling a lot lately because I've been so overloaded, but even in, you know, being overloaded with all the stuff I've got coming in, you still have your boundaries that you set up regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So you should be able to stop that unless it's something truly evil, you know, and then you call in the professionals. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm turning this over to back to Dalton because you know I'm just gonna keep on running my mouth and it's just like, <laughs> look, I'm not that type of priest, okay? I'm a, I'm rough around the edges. I, I will tell you how it is. Former military, former law enforcement. I I didn't grow up in the whole Catholic Church, so I'm not a holier than thou type of guy. So I am rough around the edges. So I'm just gonna keep my mouth. Even more great to confess to. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut, man, because I'm I okay. oh jeez. Dalton, you, you know what? Dalton, the show is yours. Get, I, I'm going home. <laughs> are you not you are home? You are I, home. Exactly. I am home, aren't I? Yes, um, I am. <laughs> you know, but 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 before we get off the topic of you know the the TV shows and whatnot, I do have one more thing that I'd like to say. And you know, I, I've thought about this for a while, but you know, just the the people who actually write these shows, they have to be drunk or high. Or both, whenever they're writing these scripts, um, it, you know, especially for that poor psychic lady, Amy. Ooh, I mean, psychic oh. lady. Didn't say the name. Uh, Amy Allen. I'm whoops. sorry. What? Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, I know an Amy Allen. By stop. We're, stop. We're losing. Be good. Be good. just, just, it just, it, it never makes sense. You know, and, and I'm a paranormal investigator. You know, I'm pretty open-minded, but I'm like, where do you get this stuff? But but anyway, moving on to the the more stranger question that I had that I wanted to save for last before we start taking questions from the audience here. Um, what what? Well, actually, hang on. Let me get my notebook here because I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget it. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is one of those conspiracy theorist questions. Okay, so bear with me. Um, Do you think Uh, government is aware of psychic abilities? Yep. And do they want to suppress them and the citizens of their country? Yep. Why do you think so? I'm sorry. What was your question? Power, baby, uh, power. Self medication. Uh, you think that the government, not necessarily the the United States government, but you know, well, yeah, the United States government. We'll just say that. Um, yeah, let's just let's just say of it. psychic abilities. Yes. Um, and they want to suppress those and the citizens of that country. I absolutely think that all the governments know about psychic abilities and that. They're trying to suppress them and and everyone, because if we were all in tune to each other and open with that Christ-like consciousness and everybody just loved everyone, can you imagine what a wonderful world it would be? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the government keeps us buried down, conditioning us with this whole industrial, we got to work nine to five, do this, do that. And they keep everybody busy to drown out all the other stuff. We weren't created to do all yep. this stuff. Um, and, and, and that actually, uh, I, I know I'm kind of, 
No, no, it's, it's perfect. I, I know exactly where you're going to. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're probably gonna refer back to the 1970s CIA operation, right? Well, I was actually going to because uh, the king himself asked a question: Does she think psychics should have a role in government for strategy uh, on policies, pandemics, and ongoing wars? Um, and I was gonna bring up that uh, I believe back during the Cold War era, uh, there were astral travelers that were used to spy on yep. uh, the Soviet Union. Uh, I, yep. I may be incorrect there, but I'm pretty sure that uh, what, what was that? Stargate? Project Stargate? Project, or... It was Project Stargate. It was Project yep. Stargate. Yep. Uh, and there was also another uh, operation where the CIA used to use psychic mediums or psychics to to influence uh, war. Uh, and and they, it was called PSYOPs, psychological operations. As a matter of fact, a good friend of mine uh, is in the army. He's an officer, and I'm going to try to get him on the horn and get some of his thoughts. But he deals with psychological operations as well. And uh, I look at the manual, and there's some tactics in there that I think would kind of lean into the supernatural realm as well. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. you know, we, we, we the the U.S. military, for one, you know, they have used, um, I guess, what you would refer to as you know supernatural or paranormal psyops um you know in the past uh in in vietnam there is uh operation wandering soul um you know you can look that up on google um or just uh type in uh ghost tape number 10 in youtube um and and you'll just go down that rabbit hole um and just you know it's creepy it's crazy um, but it actually worked, and it was very interesting. It's probably one of the first um, uh, psyops that I'd learned about, uh, and it's kind of put me down that rabbit hole of looking at other things similar and declassified. And you said that's Ghost well. Tape Ten. Ghost Tape. Yeah, I, yeah, that's already in the chat. I put that in the chat, and you and you think about this, right? It's like. Well, you know, we're using our mind, right? We are using our minds and we're using these tactics and methods to to influence other people. Uh, when I worked counterintelligence and counterterrorism, there were certain tactics and techniques that, you know, I can use it. So, for example, you know, I, I learned how to read behavior, you know, behavioral detection officer. I, I learned how to read your pupils, your throat, dilation, look at your sweating, look at where your eyes are looking. And, and, and that in itself was a pretty good indicator whether a person was being, you know, deceitful or they were telling the truth. And I use that a lot in, in, you know, our investigations with clients. Now, is that considered a skill or is that considered a gift? I think for you, my personal opinion, but it's also because I know you, I think is um, you use both, but without knowing because you are very empathic. Maybe, I guess I've been told, uh, you know, I think that for you, like you have been trained in that, but you also feel the feels. So you know that too. And because of your relationship with God and your trust in that, you go with it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I guess that's a solid way to put it. Uh, And this is the time where we're going to start going into the the comments section. And uh, Mike Davis uh mike davis mike davis so i i got one from terry york ryan buell was a fraud um ah, you know what i i know that he went through a lot and i i honestly i cannot confirm or deny whether he was a fraud i'd like to think that maybe he was trying to help but 
I've heard other stories from other people that have worked directly with the Warrens about this individual, um, and it was distasteful. And, and and Dalton, I think you know about it when we had that meeting uh, for the yeah. directors. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Mike Davis, can we talk about Chip Coffee and Paranormal? I I absolutely love Chip Coffee. Uh, Tiffany, yeah, I'm. That's I'm that's, like that's your his, forte. <laughs> yeah, that I'm one of his biggest fans. Um, I have always adored him because he, to me gives out the messages like I do, like whatever comes through, however the spirit comes through to him, whoever gives him a message, he just spits it out there and he'll give it to you the same, you know, the same way that they give it to him. And I just love that because that's what I do. I mean, I've legit had, I just had last week, my friend's Hispanic mother coming through telling me in Spanish a couple phrases, you know, that aren't, you can't say on the radio. <laughs> and I told her, and she's like, oh, yeah, I used to say that all the time. I was like, all right, she's telling you now. Like, well, you know, guess what? I love Chip because he does that. Well, luckily, we're on Internet radio, so we are not guided by FCC guidelines. So you can share what the message was. If it's too personal, you don't have to. Oh, I mean. oh um, well, I'm not going to give names, but um, yeah. I just this uh, this woman um came through and my friend recently lost her mom in the past year um but she just kept telling her over and over she just kept saying eres chingona eres chingona <laughs> and and i was telling her i'm like we were it, it was in a we were doing a shadow work session it was a big group of women and i was a little emotional so i'm telling her and she just starts crying and she's like i used to tell my mom that all the time and i forgot so her mom was coming to me, just random moment, like, tell her this, you know, like, pick herself up, do what she's supposed to do. You know, that was the attitude that I was getting. And that's how I put it out there. And Chip has always done that. I love that about him. Hmm. Now, I mean, Chip Coffee seems to be uh, a, a great guy. And, and I like him. Um, he seems to be, like, so tender and and sweet and all that uh so i, I honestly i i think chip coffee is one of those those true guys um another person that um i'm gonna be careful about this because i am friends with him um you know what i won't even go there but he has a good following on tiktok um and he works with another good friend of mine who's a retired nypd cop uh, first letter is s last name is a um I think he has abilities, but I, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know whether or not to believe him, but hey, whatever. You know, it is what it is, right? Um, uh, say, uh, uh, Sean, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, you need specific offerings for Indian spirits. Uh, what are your favorite crystals to work with? Um, my personal favorite is Labradorite. Um, it, I actually have reactions to that. I'm currently also in an obsession with garden quartz. Um, it kind of depends on what I need to work with at the moment. I'm usually guided to what I need to work with. But for spirit readings, medium readings coming through, um, I always work with Labradorite. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just say this flat out. So, uh, so that's that's horrible, Terry. I, wow, he pocketed event money and canceled them. So it seems like Ryan Buellas was taking people's money. That that is that is horrible. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've actually heard that story, and, and it is true. It is true. But he was also um, 
supposedly pretty bad off on drugs at the time as yeah. well. So um, yeah. it, it, now he's clean and sober. And I think recently, like in the last year, I think he actually issued a public apology. Yeah. Uh, you know, Did he issue a public know, refund? Yeah, I have no idea. And and that's and 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 that's that's the question, right? You know, the 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 human side of me, you know, that the non clergy side, it's like, you know, that's screwed up, that's messed up, screw him. But then the empathetic side of me, that the side mm-hmm. that you know that's you know given to me by God, the graciousness is like, look, he made a mistake, and and that's you know it wasn't right, it wasn't right. I'm not making excuses for him, but you know. It, it appears to me that he was so dark, he was so deep into these cases and dealing with a lot of demonic stuff that could have that could that have been an influence to him leading oh. into drugs and, and, and taking people's money. Maybe. Now, because now we have to look at the underlying issues, right? The underlying issues. But I mean, at that time, it was that, that was a low blow. It shouldn't be. Um, yeah. So what I will go back and say is it's Sean Aston. Uh, I had my 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 skepticism about him, uh, but to me he's intense. Uh, to me he's intense to the point where sometimes I question it. But I do think that he is a good psychic. Uh, I am friends with him, uh, and I do like seeing his content. But hey, Sean, if you're listening, brother, nothing against you. I, I do think uh, you're gifted. You're just a little intense, and that's not a bad thing. This is something that you know I've never really experienced a psychic to be as well. There's a difference between intense and uh, difference between uh, excuse the French an asshole, you know, in front of clients, you know, dealing with with yeah, you know, activity. So. Yeah, no, no. I don't. I don't know who. I don't know who that is. So, yeah, Sean Astin. Uh, he he was on a paranormal TV show with a, another uh, another colleague that we have in common. Well, he is from Nesper, uh, Eric Vitali, and so he was on a show on uh, the Travel Channel called Ghost Loop, uh, and it, he seemed pretty spot on. And then I guess the show mm-hmm. only ran for like one season and got canceled for whatever reason. But um, and then he's also working with the with the uh, a person who I respect highly, Ralph Sarchi. Ralph Sarchi is a retired NYPD detective, and you should look at his book. It's called Beware of the Night. They also made a movie out of it uh, with Eric Banner called Deliver Us from Evil. Yeah, yeah, Demon Files. I yeah. think I've heard. I think I've heard of that. They yeah. Deliver Us yeah. from Evil. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. I've I've got the movie. Uh, I've got the book. Uh, it's an interesting tale on on how. And he was uh, he actually studied un, under the Warrens as well. Uh, but he uh, he is a religious demonologist as well. So, but yeah, you know, if he's working with Sean Aston, then you know that's that's a good sign because Ralph is really picky. Like, like I'll talk to Ralph and you know I'll ask him questions, but you know he's he's really well guarded and and he has to be because a lot of people that you know always go after religious demonologists and and even people of the faith yeah. like. I had this happen to me on the Warren file. Somebody insinuated that I was dense and I kind of had to respectfully put them in their place. And I was like, it's not okay to go after people. So I can see why a lot of these people are guarded. Uh, you have to be, you have to be. Yeah, you yeah. definitely do. So, I mean, I know we're approaching the end of the show. We've got about five minutes, right? Um, let's see. There was a couple of other questions. Maybe, 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 maybe one more question. Okay. Um, uh, I, I don't see any more questions. I don't see any more questions. He pocketed. Uh-huh. Money to cancel. Yeah. I mean, it seems like we're kind of we're kind of caught up. Oh, 
yeah, Nicole, sorry, Nicole. Uh, what are your thoughts on remote viewing? Um, as far as what? I, I have no idea. I have that is not even my cup of tea. I couldn't even begin to sip it. Um, <laughs> my, I mean, my thoughts on remote viewing are that you know it's completely possible. Um, I think that that's something that you have to have a bias for. You know, you can't just have one person doing it. I think you'd have to have a couple people doing it and then go with your separate results, et cetera, et cetera, especially mm. for a case. Yeah. Is that something that you can do? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Dal um, Dalton, Dalton, I'm going to turn this back over to you, brother. <laughs> but that, <laughs> that's what I was saying as far as like remote viewing, even though I can do it. Um, I would prefer to do it like working a case. Like I would prefer to do it with two or three others that could do it as well. And all of us separately do it and then turn in our results to whoever we need to, you know, and then that person can use discernment to put all of the pieces together. I, I you know, I'm going to stay quiet because remote viewing for me, like I said, I'm turning this back over to Dalton, but I, I think okay. for me, remote viewing, uh, can quite potentially be dangerous and that's going to be another time we can talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Dalton, you there, the, big uh, guy? The last, <laughs> the, the last question I think we may have missed, I believe it was from Terry York. Um, he wants to know how many cases have you worked on? Uh, um, through the foundation? I don't know. Um, it's less than 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty slow. But like even anyway. even outside even outside the foundation. I mean, personal assistance, oh, you know, special requests. Um, yeah, just overall general. In oh, general. Just. Um honestly, I wouldn't even begin to know to guess. I mean, I have been doing this since I was a teenager. Yeah. Um I have been seriously doing it for 10 years. I know I can say over a hundred easily. Oh, wow. Okay. Easily. Wow. wow. Um, you know, I do all kinds of help. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, and you're, and you're wonderful at it. <laughs> I try. Because, yeah, because uh, you, even when I ask you something, you're like, Hey, I need some help. You know, you're always there. Um, so I, I you know, I, I, I guess maybe I want to finish with this question and Dalton, if you have another question, we're allowed to go over airtime. It's not you know, anything. No. What <laughs> would you say uh, for a person who is a psychic and wants to get involved with the paranormal? Do those two go hand in hand? And uh, what advice would you give for someone who is coming to their abilities and wants to become a paranormal investigator right out the bat? My advice um, to anyone that's interested in the paranormal with any kind of gifts um, is to thoroughly invest in yourself. You need to have grounding and protection first and foremost, and you need to have your faith in whatever you believe. Because if you don't have those behind you, I just, it, makes you such a more stronger psychic or medium you know whatever gifts you have it just you need that balance um especially to hone in 
on your craft. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty good, uh, pretty good, solid advice. I, I would say. I mean, it's just remarkable. Um, and so, with that, what I want to do is I'm going to turn this over to Dalton with any final questions and for him to close out the show. I actually don't have any other questions, um, but we have reached uh, the end of the hour here. So, uh, and thank y'all for tired. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. listening. Sorry, I am tired here. Yeah. It past, but but uh, yeah, thank y'all for uh, uh, you know tuning in. Thank you for your questions. Y'all have had some great uh, great questions tonight. And yeah. uh, when's our show, Ken? Uh, the next show should be in two weeks. It's every second and fourth Tuesday. Six, hey, six. hey, hey, yeah, hey, hey, Dalton, do you think maybe we can get Amy Allen on the show? <laughs> could you could you please get Dave Schrader on the show and then me too? <laughs> Please. Yeah, I mean that'd be great. You know, I, these are some paranormal bigwigs. So I don't, I don't know if they're gonna look out for us, little guys. But everyone, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for for tuning into the show. Uh, you know, we're called Enter the Dark for a reason because we like to give it the dark, gritty, nitty gritty. Sometimes maybe paranormal gossip as well. But yeah. you know, uh, thank you for tuning in to Enter the Dark with your host Ken Torres and co-host Dalton Harrell. Y'all have a good evening and God bless. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night. Boom. Hey everyone, my name is Ken Torres. I am the host of Enter the Dark. This is a new show that is coming to the Paranormal King Radio Network on the second and fourth Tuesdays of the month. Join me as I interview the best in the paranormal and we're going to talk about many different things. Also along combined with my 15 plus years of experience, it's going to be nice to compare notes. So please, tune in. Paranormal King Radio Network.